0: What is up, everybody? I've got to say, one of the coolest parts of hosting a podcast is getting the chance to sit down with people that I selfishly just want to get to know myself and getting to share these really cool people with you. Stephanie or Steph McDonald is a great example of that. We have mutual friends, which we'll get into, but I've just always heard the best things about her. So what better way to finally meet her than to have her on the Purple Chair podcast. She's a former Ravens, Titans, and Commanders NFL cheerleader and oh yeah by the way she's also married to our first year defensive coordinator Mike McDonald. Because she's been a part of multiple franchises including this one and now multiple ways Steph has a really interesting perspective on the most inner workings of the NFL. So let's dive in. So personally I'm really excited to have you on because I feel like for years we have a good mutual friend, Travis, on the coaching staff. So every I'm always hearing Mike and stuff, Mike and stuff, Mike and (laughs) stuff. I've never met you, so this is great for me to finally meet you in person. I've always heard such great things. Oh my gosh, you're so sweet. Thank you. No, Trav's
2: awesome. We've been I mean, we've been friends for a long time, so yeah, he's great. Yeah,
0: you guys go way back. We so do. When Mike was hired back in January as a defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. I actually s- interviewed him, did like our, his first little one on one when he came back. And I remember that. Yeah, yes, so yes. it's full circle now that I have both members of the family. <laughs> but we recap just like the crazy year that you guys have had. You got married. He gets a D.C. job at Michigan, you know, takes Michigan, helps take Michigan to the Big Ten Championship, which is awesome, then gets hired back here as the Ravens' defensive coordinator. So what has the past year of life been like for you guys? It has
2: been the most beautiful, crazy, chaotic, you know, blessing. We're just so blessed. I mean, when when Mike got the job at Michigan, I was pumped. I'm like, let's go. But it was one of the craziest times in our life because we were – we were still planning a wedding. Mm -hmm. He was living at Michigan and I was trying to sell our house in Baltimore. We live, we had a nice little, a cute little row home in Canton. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to sell that and we have a dog and I was still working full time. And it was just, it was crazy. And then we bought a house. So it's trying to move, you know, planning a move, planning the wedding. And then I never saw him because he's working all the time. (laughs) So that was crazy. Um, and then it's funny because I, I sing for this church in Timonium. Very cool. And there's like it's it's a worship band, it's awesome. I, I just I love it so much. But I started with them before we left to go to Michigan. Mm-hmm. And we just had one of the best years of our lives in Michigan. Michigan was incredible. Um, but I remember before we left. I was hugging one of the girls at church and she's like, "Mm, I have this weird feeling you'll be back. Wow. And she knew. And I'm like, yeah, maybe like years down the road. Right, right. You're not thinking next year. No, I never thought that we would be back as soon as we were. I mean, the whole past year just feels like a blur, but it was was incredible.
0: I'm sure. (laughs) Were you able to do any sort of like honeymoon after the wedding or was it kind of like we're off to Michigan? Oh, yeah. Full steam ahead. So
2: we... Mike surprised me cuz I I did 100% of the planning for the wedding. Yeah, I feel like so I'm doing that right now. <laughs> you are Oh my gosh, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So I said, "You can plan the honeymoon and nice. I want it to be a surprise. Don't tell me where we're going. I like love that. I want to be surprised." And so he picked Hawaii. Nice. And he kept it a secret, too. He nice. didn't tell me. I didn't find That's out awesome. until like the day we left and it was amazing. Um so we spent like 14 days in Hawaii. We did wow. Kauai and we did Maui, but it was funny because you know we're over in paradise, and with with college coaching, you're recruiting all the time. Right. right. So even in paradise, <laughs> he's still taking <laughs> recruiting calls. We're on like a boat together, and he's like taking a recruiting call on this boat
0: in Hawaii. And I think I saw like a picture of um, like a Michigan t-shirt in Hawaii, and it's like Michigan is everywhere. And I'm like, are this isn't this guy on his honeymoon? <laughs> it's I mean, it really is everywhere.
2: It's crazy. That's so you funny. see the block M everywhere you go, and I didn't realize it until we we're there. Mm-hmm. You know, I went to Virginia Tech so I'm like, oh, Hokies are everywhere, but right, right. Michigan is
0: everywhere. It's bananas. I honestly feel like I didn't really know that until I came here and obviously with the hardball connection, I feel like mm-hmm. I know a lot more about Michigan football than I ever did before working here and like Same. I didn't realize obviously it's a storied program, but I didn't really realize how big it is like nationally.
2: Same. You know? I had no clue until we went there and I'm like, oh, this is a really big deal. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah.
0: crazy. So kind of logistically, what is that process like? Like, mm-hmm. obviously you added in planning a wedding to all of that, but kind mm-hmm. of like when he gets that job and you have to move somewhere that maybe you've never even like been before, like logistically, how do you go about figuring out where to live? Like kind of establishing yourself in this like new place too. Yeah. And that was, it was, it was tough, but Michigan, like the people there just made it so
2: easy. They were so excited to help they were super excited to have Mike on staff mm-hmm. and they had a, a realtor who helped us like pick out an area we wanted to live in awesome. and you know going to Michigan it was it was really helpful and even coming back here they were you know obviously we already have a lot of friends here we yeah. have a lot of connections yeah. here we had people who already wanted to help us so it wasn't as difficult coming home but yeah you're right like I didn't know anybody in Michigan but right. it, they just we became a family. So quickly because they were so welcoming.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. So when this opportunity back in Baltimore arises, is mm-hmm. that like an automatic yes? Or is like there's some discussion there just because of the fact that you kind of guys had just gotten to Michigan?
2: We hadn't even lived in Michigan for a year. Yeah, that's wild. Uh, Less than a full year we, we bought a house. We wouldn't have bought a house if we had known <laughs> we were moving back. That's true. I mean, I, we, I thought we were going to be there for three to five years if we did well yeah. and we did well. Um, but just goes to show you, you just, you know, you can't make your own plans. But so Mike did ask me, um, he's like, you know, how would you feel? Is this something? And I, I was like a hundred percent. Yes. Like, let's go back. Like, all our friends are here. Mm-hmm. We're closer to family. You know, this is where we met. This is where we fell in love. And right. it's, you know, it was a very easy yes for me. That's
0: so, awesome. yeah. Did, are you from this area originally?
2: I was born in Annapolis. Okay. I went to middle school and high school in uh, Fredericksburg, Virginia. So, okay, like so the DMV. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: it is like kind of close to home then. Oh, both yeah. Ways. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, you guys come back to Baltimore, the draft rolls around. And I just remember like feeling like it was so meant to be when the Ravens selected David Adjabo. I just had like chill. I was like, how cool is this? Like, right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, obviously he was a big part of Mike's success in Michigan. And then to have him back here, obviously we were hoping he's getting on the field very soon here. So what was that kind of like? I never thought that we would get him just because he
2: is so talented. Mm. And it was it was meant to be you're right. Like when we when we picked him, I just I lost (laughs) it. I was I was about to cry. Like I was just so excited because, you know, to think about his background and and how late in life he started playing football, Mm -hmm. you know, he just had such an incredible year. And Mike and I were so proud of him and now to see it come full circle and Mike still gets to be his coach like so that's pretty cool crazy.
0: <laughs> I feel like football is so special in that way like when you see these things come full circle like both Mike coming back here but then also like him being able to bring this player that's so special to him mm-hmm. here like those are the things that like they just give me chills you I, know I love it I love that yeah <laughs> so what was the offseason like kind of as you guys were moving back here he's preparing to be D.C. and in the NFL, and you guys are kind of re-getting settled back in Baltimore? It was,
2: uh, we're, tr- we're trying to find a house, you know, because we had to be back right away. Right, right. Um, so our realtor was great. She found us a, you know, a temporary place downtown, but we have a, a three-year-old Labrador, <laughs> and he doesn't really belong in a condo yeah. in the city anymore. The <laughs> so, so we were trying, I mean, the biggest thing was we just have to find a yard. We, you know, we have to find a house for our dog. So we didn't move into our house until August. Oh wow. So it was just, you know, mm-hmm. a very temporary kind of lifestyle. Like all our stuff was in storage. Mm-hmm. So
0: obviously, you know, Michigan, there are a lot of eyeballs. It's a big national program like we talked about, mm-hmm. but what's, I would imagine, I guess I'll say that like the scrutiny here is a lot higher, especially as a first year defensive coordinator. So how have you seen Mike kind of handle that, I guess? Yeah, you're right he's under a microscope. I. It was bad
2: at Michigan. Like we were definitely under a microscope mm-hmm. at Michigan, but here, you know, you have to think about he's one of 32. Right. And that's it. Yeah. You know, he's got to be on and it's his first year. So obviously there's, you know, he said he's learned so much already, but mm-hmm. I was thinking about that on my way here. It's better that he's in this position <laughs> and not me because yeah. I, i I have high highs and I've got low lows Uh and um, when things are good, I'm just so excited. And then when things are not good, I'm like, oh man, the world is falling apart. But with him, I remember asking him before his game, like before his first game, I'm like, how do you feel? Like, are you excited? Are you nervous? Like, how do you feel? And he's like, straight face, I feel good. (laughs) I'm like, of course, of course. (laughs) Just like so level headed, cool as a cucumber, just like going into it. And, um, and he was even telling me, like, at the, at the games, like, there's, you know, fireworks, there's stuff going on, there's mm-hmm. fans screaming, and he hears none of it. Like, wow. all he thinks about is, like, the play that's going on, and I'm like... Like, laser focus. Yeah, I'm like, how do you do that? How can you, how can your brain turn all of this right. off? And, uh, yeah, so I think he handles it really well, and we're off social media. Like we don't, we don't do that anymore, Um, which is a blessing Yeah, because I feel like everybody, especially Twitter, like people can just, they just want to fire everyone every day.
0: Sure, uh, They sure do. It's crazy. (laughs) Like, okay, well then you try doing this. It's it's not easy. Yeah. And it's interesting because like from the outsider's perspective, like he does seem really even keeled. Mm -hmm. And I guess you never know like if someone's actually that way, but I kind of feel like it kind of takes that Mm -hmm. almost to be that successful in this kind of role. Like I feel like Harbaugh is also really good at like kind of compartmentalizing in that way. Like there's so many things going on that you kind of have to be able to do that actually had Jackie Hamilton, Kyle's mom on an episode and she kind of said the same thing about him. She's like, I'm emotional. I'm all over the place, but he's so like, if he had a great game, he's like the same level as if he maybe had a few plays he'd like back, you Mm -hmm. know, like, and, I'm the same as you. Like, I'm that I'm fiery. And I'm, like, on Twitter. I'm, like, wanting to type back at people. And I had to put them in my drafts. And then <laughs> right? I had to them after a right? few days. I'm, like, I should probably not say that. Yep. But I did want to talk to you about social media. Because, like, I actually noticed that. So I noticed that when you were at Michigan, I did some backstalking when I was preparing for this, <laughs> a full disclosure, uh-huh. that you were, like, more active on Twitter when mm-hmm. you guys were at Michigan. So that was kind of, like, a conscious choice you made to not partake at this point.
2: Yeah. It's funny. I... I'm not sure why I have taken a step back but ever since we moved back and he's gotten this big role and I just I I feel like it's kind of nice to protect your privacy a little mm-hmm. bit more mm-hmm. um it's kind of a peaceful thing. It's kind of a peaceful thing I to be. I could imagine it would be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, not seeing the... And I I thought I was... When I was at Michigan, you're right, I I tweeted a lot more and I was more active. And, and I thought I did a pretty good job responding to the people who
0: mm-hmm.
2: might not have had the nicest comments. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's just another thing in the NFL. I'm like, yeah, I just... I'm 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 past that point. I'm kind of exhausted
0: over that. So. Yeah, that's fair. I will say I feel like everything is very positive, and like I know that can always change, but I do think that there's this like level of love, especially for defense, you know, from Ravens fans that I think is really mm. cool here, and there is that like level of respect that's just always been like this organization's forte, you yeah. know. So it is cool to see him kind of like leading the charge, yeah, on that now. Well, and it's also. I mean there's there's high expectations
2: when it comes 100%. to the defense. Like, yeah. It's it's not come in and they'll take care of it like
0: right. you have to take care of this. Yeah. This is your baby now. And um, it's like most organizations, you know, people would say that about the offense. I think here is the one place that like defence is truly the bread and butter obviously yeah. we have a great offense now I'm not saying that we don't but like that's just what this place is known for you know exactly And that yeah. is a that's a lot of responsibility I'm sure mm-hmm. what do you think has been the biggest difference I guess kind of being at the collegiate level I guess for a short time versus the mm-hmm.
2: NFL that's a good question
0: probably just
2: the amount of time off that he gets mm-hmm. because in college there's you know even when you're quote-unquote off you're still recruiting Right. The recruiting just right. never ends. So it's, you know, calling people like we had, um, there was a 7pm a night game, we played, I think, uh, University of Washington last year. And his mom came in town for that oh. game. And, you know, she was thinking we'd get to spend a lot of time with him. Mm-hmm. And the whole day, it's just like, you got, you know, he's at breakfast, and then he's at the facility, and he's doing this. And, you know, you just don't get to spend Mm -hmm. as much time with him like when he's off he's off here in the NFL which is it's it's a blessing yeah
0: I guess like it's it's kind of counterintuitive you would almost think the NFL would be worse but you know players sign here there's they're coming Mm -hmm. you know like they don't really have a choice you're not maybe free agency Mm -hmm. there's like a smidge of recruiting that goes on but at the end of the day you kind of know who you've got Mm -hmm. and They're going where the money's coming from. Like you're not trying to convince them to. That's interesting.
2: But the um, but I will say about college, it's I mean the experience in the big house is. I I don't get me wrong. I love 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 M&T Bank Stadium. Like I cheered here, Mm -hmm. and and I know our fans are incredible. But there's something there's something to be said about the big house at Michigan. Just one hundred and ten thousand fans and crazy, um, and then they play Pump It Up. (laughs) and you know you just lose your mind
0: it's so it was so much fun I feel like with colleges people have that like personal connection Mm -hmm. to like obviously people have personal connection to the Ravens but when it's your alma mater it's so different and that kind of elevates the game environment I feel like absolutely absolutely as he's kind of like finding his identity as the defensive coordinator here, being in his first year, how mm-hmm. do you kind of find your own niche, I guess, for lack of a better word, coming back here, reestablishing yourself here, and also, like, being his spouse?
2: Yeah, well, that's that's another reason why I'm so grateful for the church that I sang at. They were my first text when... That's incredible. Mike got his job. I, I was like, Hey Joe, do you still need me? <laughs> you didn't replace me yet. Did you? And, and he said, come on back. Like awesome. when, when can you start? I'll send you the songs. So just to have that family, mm-hmm. it's, it's just, it's really, I'm so grateful for them um, that they let me come back. Yeah. And one of the singers was even telling me over the summer, he said, you're not just Mike's wife, right? you know, here totally. at church. You're you're Stephanie. You're mm-hmm. you're the girl who sings at church,
0: and he's Stephanie's husband. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah.
2: He did come to mass uh, a couple weeks ago, um, and it was really cute. Our uh, Father White was so excited to see him, and but he, you know, he he sat by himself, and <laughs> but I'm like, people, you know, they recognize
0: you now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you can't hide as easily as you. But you, it's great you used that you have awesome. that outlet for like your own, mm-hmm. you know, expression in that way. Oh, exactly.
2: Well, and a lot of people don't don't even know that Mike's my husband. Right. Um, I think people are starting to learn, but yeah, most people are just like,
0: Oh yeah, Stephanie, you know, I love when you sing. And it's, <laughs> I'm like, Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's awesome." So what does a Sunday look like for you then? So it's singing in church and then are you hightailing it down to M and T bank stadium? Yep. <laughs> it's, Sundays are crazy. And a, a lot of the, time, the times I'm hosting. Mm-hmm. So I've
2: got family in town right. sure. and I'm like, Hey, good luck. You know, I I'll see you there. I don't know how you're getting to the game, but good luck (laughs) because I have to be at church. We have sound check at eight in the morning. We have our first mass starts at nine a.m., and our second mass starts at ten forty-five. So I don't get out of there until like mass doesn't end until eleven forty-five. So Cutting it a little close. I've got a little over an hour to change and get to the game and hopefully make it in time for kickoff. And I've just I've missed it by like by this much. There was one game where we had a touchdown in like the first five seconds. I can't remember what game that was. But anyway,
0: I'm like, oh, I, I think that's it? what Devin DuVernay ran. Yes, the yes, kickoff yes, back. Yeah, yep. I missed it walking up to the press box. So <laughs> you weren't the only one. Yeah, I'm like, well, we already scored. That's crazy. <laughs> so I actually want to go back to pre-Mike. Because I don't know the stats on this actually, but I'd have to imagine that of all the spouses of defensive coordinators in the NFL, you're probably the only one that's also a former cheerleader of that organization. So that's (laughs) so unique to me. And I feel like you must have kind of a different perspective on the organization because you were a part of it even pre him, you know? Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, I made the team before he even thought about coaching in the NFL. <laughs> like I was, I, I made the team in 2013. Okay. I had cheered for the Titans for two years before. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. That's I, crazy. I cheered for the Titans for two years. That was my first team, and then moved to Baltimore, and and I made the team, and I was so so excited. And Mike didn't come until 2014. That was his okay. his. Um, I was almost about to say rookie year. <laughs> I mean, kind of. He, he was an intern. He was a coaching intern. Yeah. But yeah, we didn't know each other at all. And of course, there's you know, you're not allowed to fraternize with. Uh, Players, coaches, or staff. So, like, I knew the rules, and I didn't Mm -hmm. try anything. I didn't even know who he was. But looking back, it's crazy because I went to the Pro Bowl in 2014. It was my Pro Bowl year. It was 2015 was the year that the Ravens coaches all went to the Pro Bowl. Oh, wow. So we were both in Phoenix at the same
0: time. That's crazy.
2: And we just had no idea until...
0: I feel like that's like in a movie, you know, where like the people cross paths <laughs> like earlier in their life and then like later it comes back and they realize they were at the same place. That's so cool. Yeah, I love that. So you also cheered for the commanders, correct? Yep. So three teams. Mm-hmm. In the end of the- so what sticks out to you kind of about your cheer career?
2: You know, after eight years in the NFL, um, every team is so completely different mm-hmm. and they all have different expectations and different things. That, like, I stunted with the Ravens. I didn't stunt on okay. on the Titans or Washington. You know, those were both very heavily dance teams. Got it. I went to the Pro Bowl with the Ravens, so that was incredible. But then when I was with Washington, I did, I think I did four military tours wow. overseas. Oh, I went to... I don't even know how many countries. We went to Germany, Netherlands, Belgium, Kuwait, Bahrain. Where else did we go? Djibouti, Honduras. (laughs) Wow, that's crazy. That was probably one of the most rewarding experiences of my life. It's just to to go bring a piece of home to our servicemen and women. But um. But yeah, it was, it was, re- I'm so glad that I
0: got to do that. And I made the best friends that I could ever, <laughs> I could ever dream of. So you mentioned earlier that you mm-hmm. sang for a church, but you also sang the national anthem when you were with the commanders, right? Yep. Twice. How did that come about? That's incredible. <laughs> I'm like, what? Ravens? Hello.
2: <laughs> no, I, I actually have a good friend who sings for a lot of the Ravens games. Yeah, um awesome. Yeah, Jamie Saville. She's oh cool. She's cool. yeah one of my best friends. But um, well,
0: she ever needs a sub,
2: you know who <laughs> to, to call. It's funny because I actually when I was singing at church, she subbed for me. Oh wow! Last weekend, yeah. So I I still sing at this church, but Mike and I went to Michigan for the bye week, and I was like, "Hey Jamie, like, can you fill in?" That's awesome. But yeah, I've been singing my whole life, and um, it's one of those things that with Washington, they when when we did the military tours, singing was part of our. Oh really? Um, performance. So we would huh. perform for the troops. Like we had a whole show that we would do, and they asked me to sing for the show.
0: That's really cool. And
2: I said, you know, I I can also I know all the words to the national anthem. I'd be happy to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so so I auditioned and I got to do that a couple times and it was just incredible, you know, and there was one game we had a flyover. Oh, wow. That was amazing because, you know, anytime you can have a flyover it's really Yeah, cool. and being DC,
0: like, that's just a little extra special there, you know? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So how did you get into
2: cheerleading initially? My mom put me in cheerleading when I was five because she wanted me to learn how to spell. To spell? Oh, yeah. You know, like, Sounded. E A G G R E S S I V V Yeah. Anyway. So she that's why she put me in it initially, but I just fell in love with the sport. You know, I wanted to do tumbling. I wanted to stunt. I wanted to get thrown in the air. You know, that's it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun. And she tried other sports with me. You know, she tried soccer and stuff and then I'm just doing cartwheels. <laughs> So she's like, I don't she's think that
0: I don't think this is the right sport for her. And I know, obviously, you guys have both been at the same Ravens games. But has Mike ever gotten to see you cheer just as a fan?
2: Yes, yes, Mike has seen me cheer. <laughs> My rookie season, I can't remember the exact game, but I think we played the Vikings, and uh, the Ravens had a bye week, uh-huh. so he got to come. Watch me cheer and it was so cute because I'm on the sideline doing my thing. So this
0: is at the Commanders. This
2: is at Washington, yeah. So I'm down on the sideline, I'm cheering, doing my thing, and, and he's he finds me and I see him in in the stands and it was the cutest thing. He's holding up his phone and he's he's looking at his phone. Waving. <laughs> Trying to take the video and wave. <laughs> and he doesn't stop waving. He just keeps on waving. And I'm like,
0: I see. You. I yes. see you. No <laughs> yes.
2: It was just it was so adorable. I, I love that he was as excited for me to have mm-hmm. my thing as I am for him to have his dream job. I mean, this is his dream job, you know, mm-hmm. and cheering. That was that was my dream. Like I always wanted to cheer in the NFL. I got to cheer for three
0: different teams for eight years. Yeah. Like it was a dream come true. Do you think games are more or less stressful watching Mike coach versus you cheering on the sidelines? Oh, watching Mike coach for
2: (laughs) sure. I'm helpless. I'm, I'm a helpless fan. I'm with, (laughs) I'm with the fan base. I'm just as helpless as everyone else, you know, and you're watching it and your heart is down there and Mm -hmm. you know, you want him to do so well. So there is a different, it's not fun watching games anymore. It's just not fun. It's, I was talking to Ingrid about this. She watches without the sound. Really? She turns the sound off. So I I try that. It's, it's weird. Fine. I don't, I, I can't do it. It is a stressful way to watch. But when I'm cheering, you know, I, I trust my skills. Mm-hmm. I know what I can do.
0: And I've practiced that. Right. And I go out there and I execute. And you can control it. Exactly. Yeah. Watching without sound is interesting because I do feel like it would be hard to hear like criticism. Of like your spouse, you mm-hmm. know, or like even praise sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's, I feel like I would kind of zone out if I wasn't like listening to it. You know, it'd be harder to. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Never thought about that. So how did you kind of make the decision that you did want to step away?
2: This was so I I cheered for Washington for three years. My last year was 2019, which was kind of perfect timing mm-hmm. because. 2020 happened and then everything was crazy and you know are they even cheering for games like do do we even have a team so after 2020 i'm like okay i'm definitely not coming back but it was it was tough it was a tough decision just because it's it's easy to get sucked back in Mm -hmm. Uh, you know all your friends are there and and you get to cheer on game day you 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 get to put on the superhero uniform and represent something bigger than yourself it's
1: totally yeah I
0: I feel like a lot of people even like business side here have a hard time like when they leave you know for another job because like a normal job you don't feel like you're a part of something bigger than yourself Mm -hmm. you know and I think like whether you're a cheerleader you're social media manager or the defensive coordinator like you feel Mm -hmm. like you're a part of something like that team you know there's a level of pride that comes with yeah you know you
2: you hold your your head a little higher you're like oh I'm part (laughs) of this and and I get to represent this and yeah it's it's exciting it's
0: really cool do you
2: ever miss it I miss parts of it I miss the fan intera- the fan interaction was probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. I I loved meeting our fans and the super fans. They were just, you know, the Ravens have They're devoted. let's be honest. They mm-hmm. are the best fans mm-hmm. in the NFL. There's no question. I love the Titans. I love Washington. I was raised a Washington fan. My dad is still a fan, but um, but there is nothing like our fans. But then I think about our practice schedule mm-hmm. and how incredibly demanding. It is both the time commitment and, and the physical toll right, it right. takes, you know, it is, it is not easy, you know, what we put our bodies through. And especially with Washington, like when I was dating Mike, before we got engaged, before we got married, we didn't get out of practice until like 11 PM. Wow. And then driving back from Landover, yeah. I would get home at midnight. And he's already asleep and then he'd wake up at five AM to go to work and mm-hmm. you know, we we would pass like ships in the night. So it was I don't
0: miss that. <laughs> that, that was probably the hardest yeah. part about it, was just how
2: what a commitment it was. And
0: there's events and the games and it's a lot. It's a big time commitment, which I don't think people realize. And then people are juggling full time jobs on top of this. Oh, like it's crazy. it's crazy. Yeah. Like
2: imagine you leave for work and you don't get to go home,
0: mm-hmm. you go to
2: practice. But all your best friends are at practice right. and you're doing what you love. Like it's, it's fun, but it's also, you know, you're not getting home until midnight yeah. and then you have to wake up for work the next day. I'm 34, <laughs> I'm too old for that now. Well, I shouldn't say that because I don't know if you, if you know, Mima, we call her Mima. Her name's Jamie, but she, it, it's her, I think I want to say it's her 17th season. We called her Mima when I was cheering and that was back in 2015. <laughs> like she's just, you know, she was the oldest one on the team then. And wow, that's impressive. And, but the thing is, I love all the cheerleaders. They're amazing. But she's <laughs> the best one. She, she really is. She's so talented. And, you know, I, I still see her in the stands. And I'm like,
0: go Mima. <laughs> Doing great. <laughs> to be able to sustain that kind of schedule for that long is incredible.
2: It's It's wild. So yeah, it's, it's hard to step away, but once you're away, you're like, I don't miss that practice <laughs>
0: schedule. <laughs> Sometimes I think like, oh, what would it be like to have weekends? I don't know. Oh,
2: right? Yeah. <laughs> <The> holidays. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh my gosh. Poor Mike, man. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. People, I mean, we're hosting for Thanksgiving because it's we can't like go anywhere. Going anywhere. We can't <laughs> yeah. go anywhere. Like, even if we wanted to, <laughs> yep. like, sorry, we, we can't come to you, but I, I'm so excited to host. We have like 12 people coming for Thanksgiving, so it's going to be fun. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. I'm a little stressed, you know, just buying food for that many people. It's a lot of food, but no, I mean, my in-laws are awesome and they're, they're all coming for the game. It's going to be a fun week.
0: Such is the life (laughs) when your son's a defensive coordinator. You got to go where he is. He's not coming to you. My, even my parents are the same way. Like if you Uh want to see me for holidays, you're coming to Baltimore to all my flock wine lovers. Winning Drive is the official wine brand and club of the Baltimore Ravens and we have a very special promo code for non-members for the holidays. So those last minute holiday gifts you need to get, we got you covered. Visit winningdrive.com and use the code HOLIDAY15 to get 15% off premium Napa Valley wines or the perfect gift set for your loved ones. I can attest I did this for Christmas last year for all of our people. It was fantastic. I mean, who doesn't love to receive wine? as a gift. So one more time, that's winningdrive.com and your code is HOLIDAY15. Mm -hmm. So let's go back to the beginning. How did you and Mike originally meet?
2: Um, So we, you know, we were both part of the part of the Ravens and as one of those things where we just met in passing and I didn't realize he was a coach. This is just like out in Baltimore and I didn't realize that he was a coach until a little bit like we started talking and I'm like, oh, uh, (laughs) we can't do this. And, uh, I'm like, cause this was in October of my last year, which was 2015 mm-hmm. was my last year cheering for the Ravens. And he was like, Oh, well maybe I'll catch up with you after the season's over. And sure enough, like he caught up with me when the season <laughs> ended and, <laughs> and I'm glad he did because
0: you know, here we are it all six works out. years later. And so crazy. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. I believe you guys kind of start dating once you're at the commanders and he's kind of. You know, building his coaching career here. So, you know, the old adage is that like young coaches, especially in the NFL, it's kind of a twenty four seven job, and they don't have time for anything. So, how Gosh. do you date when you're Tell kind of going me through about that? it? It was <laughs> so crazy. So, actually,
2: what we started dating right after I left the Ravens um, in like March of twenty sixteen. Okay. Um, so, I wasn't with the Commanders yet. Got it. Okay. Um, thank God, because we had like six months to kind of just date, mm-hmm. and then mid-July 2016, he, he would leave on a Monday morning and he'd be like, all right, I'll see you Thursday. And I'm like, oh, oh, wow. oh that's what, okay, mm-hmm. this is different. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not a normal relationship, you know? And and that's one of the toughest parts. Like, I'm lucky that he's awesome and that I love him so much because I don't know if I would do this for anybody else, you right. know? And that's another thing, like, with coaches in the NFL, it's it takes – someone with an incredible amount of patience to be able to
0: mm-hmm. just be okay with that and um, being okay being on your own a lot of the time i'd imagine exactly how do you guys kind of prioritize the mm-hmm. two of you when you do have time that's a really good question <laughs> I, you know it's it's different
2: now that we're now that we're older and we have a house and we have a dog you know because most of the time doesn't go to me or him it just goes to Bruce and he just (laughs) wants to play with Bruce all the time and it's what does Bruce need does do we want to take him outside and you know let's take him in the water and great
0: dog parents
2: yeah so mostly it's just become about Bruce but no it's it's nice like Friday nights we have time to ourselves because that's the one night that he actually can be home Mm -hmm. at a decent hour so we've started this this tradition we'll do steak and pie on Friday nights love that yeah. Do you know Corey Krawick? Mm-hmm. He lives with us. No way. I didn't <laughs> yeah. know that. So he officiated our wedding. <laughs> That's incredible. He and Mike were roommates before he and I even met. Mm-hmm. They were roommates because Corey was, I don't know if he was an intern or if he had just got, gotten started with the Ravens. But, yeah, around the same But event. it was his first year. It was Mike's first year. They were roommates. And then I came in the picture and we were just all like really good <laughs> friends.
0: Yeah, so for those that don't know, Corey is on the player personnel side here at the Ravens and does analytics on Eric DaCosta's team. So yeah, so when Corey found out we were moving back to Baltimore, he <laughs> went
2: up to John and he's like, I feel like I'm getting my family back. Aw. And John that. was like, I didn't realize you guys were that close. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Corey's like, I officiated their wedding. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty
0: close, pretty close. Pretty so he's close. your official third wheel after yep. Bruce then. Official. <laughs> yep. it's Bruce and then it's Corey. That's great. So, yeah. There's actually, now that we're talking about your wedding, there's so, so many Ravens connections there obviously and you even Mm -hmm. had our team photographers Sean Hubbard and Joey Pallone take photos of your what I'm like how many levels of these connections can we get (laughs) at this point I
2: was so grateful for Sean, he used to shoot our swimsuit calendar mm-hmm. with the Ravens. Yeah. Um. So when we would go to like Jamaica and everything for swimsuit calendars, he would come with us and and shoot. And I I knew his work was just yeah, was incredible. second to none. He's the best. And there was something that happened. We needed a photographer last minute, like mm. two weeks before our wedding. Oh wow. You know, I'm I'm asking him for recommendations, just recommendations, because I you know we were close. Like I knew him. So I'm like, is there anybody you you would recommend? He's like, well, let me double check. And he sent me some people and, and then he goes, um, did any of those work out? And I'm like, I think one of them might. And he said, Oh dang. Cause for a second there, I was thinking I would do it. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like <laughs> cancel your, everything else. Name your price. Let's, <laughs> let's do it. I was so excited when he said yes. And you know, we just have the same relationship with god like Mm -hmm. he's he's such a man of
0: faith so for people that don't know sean used to do a lot of weddings and he has since retired that because he's so in such high demand for all his other projects that is really kind of a big deal that he felt so called to shoot for you guys which is really awesome yes
2: that's why this was such a big deal is because
0: he doesn't do that anymore yeah
2: and he's turned people down
0: and weddings like wedding photography is a ton of work like it's a big commitment yeah. yeah
2: the pictures. Oh my gosh. Incredible. I'm sure. They're so amazing. <laughs> he we I'm just I'm so grateful for him. I can't express that enough. He's he's incredible. <laughs> awesome.
0: Kind of talking about mm-hmm. the Ravens family here and an extension of that is the Harball family at mm-hmm. this point. And you guys have been with both Harball families at this point, Jim and John. So, oh, yeah. do you guys feel like you're honorary Harballs
2: <laughs> Like you might as well be part of the family. Oh my gosh. I mean, what an honor, right? <laughs> They're you know, from the top down, like, you know, I, I'm thinking about Jack and Jackie and just yeah. what incredible humans they are. Because mm-hmm. um, they were just, uh, they were so kind and warm and welcoming in Michigan, and I was sad to leave them. Yeah, um, they're around a fair amount here too. I feel oh, like. I know. Yeah, but you know, they they were just such a presence at Michigan, and and they just have such good hearts, and I just I love them so much. And but yeah, you know, being able to work with Jim and Sarah up Sarah. Sarah's amazing. And, and yeah, coming back and, I took Bruce over to uh, to Ingrid's house a few <laughs> weeks ago. and They <laughs> have a little
0: puppy too, right? Hank, yeah. yep. Yeah, Br-
2: so cute. Bruce and Hank are good friends. Oh, <laughs> I love that. That's awesome.
0: Puppy yeah. dates. Oh, it was With so, they had so much fun just running around. And When I um, interviewed Mike, when he came back, I pitched mm-hmm. to my superiors, this idea got nixed. But I really wanted <laughs> to do a segment that was like John or Jim and ask him a bunch of questions. I was like, oh which one gosh. would you pick, John or Jim? I snuck one into the interview. And I think it was like, who has the best like inspirational quotes? or something like that because they both have their like one-liners that they Me go too. to and he was smart he said I'll go with my current boss and pick John was <laughs> like, yeah that's probably in your best <laughs> yeah, interest probably like, <laughs> you know who makes the decisions now but I love that it's just neat yeah, yeah. but yes we do feel like honorary I love that. <laughs> it's, it's great and they do yeah. I think like it's kind of from the top down there even with Steve you mm-hmm. know like making this organization feel like a family all right <laughs> I have one last thing for you here it's okay. a little purple hot seat just this or that okay. so Michigan win or a Ravens win? Well, now that we're back with the Ravens, (laughs) Ravens win. (laughs) Oh, you kind of already answered this one, but cheering in a game or watching Mike coach? It's stressful watching him. It
2: is (laughs) cheering. It's so stressful. I love Mike so much, and I will watch every single play. But cheering is way more fun. That's fair.
0: (laughs) And your favorite memory as a Ravens cheerleader?
2: Oh man. I, I think representing at the at the Pro Bowl was yeah that's
0: incredible by I far my favorite. <laughs> my
2: favorite my Pro Bowler them. it was uh, man it was an incredible incredible experience and yeah I was just I was grateful that my my teammates wanted me to go and and I was proud to represent them you know because mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you think about you know all the players in the NFL like how many how many players are the Ravens going to send like right. the cheerleaders only send one. That's it. That's
0: very true. There's only 32 every year. And you can say that you're a pro bowler, which mm-hmm. the average person cannot say. That's thank you. That's special. Yeah. <laughs> Mike can't even say that, you know? No, <laughs> Nope. He he got to coach. There's and one pro bowler in this family, technically, you know, pro bowl coach, but well, yeah. pro bowl cheerleader too. Me. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming in. I really appreciate it. Oh my gosh. This was so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. This was amazing. Like I said at the top, I really enjoyed getting to know Steph. Mike is beloved in this organization and has really risen to the top by doing things just the right way and being really, really talented. And yet Steph is somehow still clearly his better half. I think I need to be adopted into this family. Watching Mike's defense this season has been so fun, and one of the newest pieces of his defense, Roquan Smith, has been exactly as advertised, and honestly better. He is just the nicest guy. I was grabbing breakfast one morning about a week after he signed, and he stopped me just to introduce himself. I mean, who does that? Probably wondering who the girl with a cell phone was following him around in New Orleans, but regardless... The next week, the first Community Monday since he's been here, he was out at a community events already giving back to the Baltimore community. He just seems like a raven, you know? So no pressure, front office, but we'd all love to keep him. Don't forget to leave us a review if you're enjoying the podcast. Shout out to Tyus Bowser's mom, Sonia, a former guest, for leaving an awesome review. So be like Sonia. Subscribe and tell all your friends. I'll talk to you soon.